What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 604. In this episode, I'll discuss why warfarin needs overlap with another anticoagulant when treating VTE. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 604. The CHESS guidelines state, an option is to start anticoagulant treatment after VTE with a heparin unfractionated or low molecular weight together with a vitamin K antagonist, overlap the two drugs for at least five days, and stop the heparin only after the INR exceeds two for greater than two consecutive days. Understanding the reasoning for this recommendation can help if you need to convince a provider of the need for such overlap. Warfarin inhibits the vitamin K-dependent coagulation and anticoagulation factors. These coagulation factors are 2, 7, 9, and 10, and the anticoagulation factors are protein C and protein S. The half-lives of these factors in ascending order are as follows. 7 is a 6-hour half-life. Protein C is an 8-hour half-life. Factor 9, a 24-hour half-life. Protein S, 30 hours. Factor 10, 48 hours, and factor 2, 60 hours. The most important factors to inhibit for warfarin's clinical efficacy are also the ones with the longest half-life, 2 and 10, although the INR will rise more quickly when therapy starts in response to inhibition of the less important factors with shorter half-lives. This translates to warfarin's clinical efficacy not appearing for a minimum of three days while the INR may increase faster than that. The recommended period of overlap is intended to provide for full anticoagulation from heparin or low molecular weight heparin while the clinical effects of warfarin start to develop. However, there is an additional effect of starting warfarin that's important to consider in patients with an active clot, and that is warfarin's inhibition of the anticoagulation factors protein C and S. Proteins C and S are responsible for inhibiting activated factors 8 and 5. Because protein C and S have short half-lives, their levels drop rapidly when warfarin is started, but before factors 2 and 10 are reduced. This results in a temporary pro-coagulant period when warfarin is started. Providing overlap with another anticoagulant protects from this pro-coagulant effect. It's important to remember this overlap strategy is only clinically relevant if there's an already an ongoing thromboembolism such as a DVT or PE. When there's not an existing thromboembolic event such as in AFib, the initial procoagulant period is ignored and warfarin is started without overlap. Members of my Hospital Pharmacy Academy have access to practical training from a pharmacist's point of view on inpatient warfarin initiation. This is in addition to hundreds of other trainings and resources to help in your practice. To get immediate access, go to pharmacyjoe.com academy. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.